the college football experience TCU Horn Frogs 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Twenty-two season preview episode. My name is Colby Swigger Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Don D happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and. Um... I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> Talking horn frog football. Gotta gotta talk about. I mean, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the college football experience on YouTube. But got a photo of a guy behind us up on the projector here. Shout out to the SGPN graphics team. <laughs> and it's it's a bit odd to talk about a guy that's not there anymore, but the statue still there. Uh, we're going to get into it. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Something in the throat there. Got a horned frog in the throat there. I don't know. Gotta drink some Modelo, buddy. Let's go. Because Gary Patterson's gone. Mm. He's gone. Yeah, he's been there the entire millennium so far. Since your mom was wiping your nose. All Mm. right. Yeah. Not really, but maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm a slow developer. (laughs) Uh, But he's gone. Yeah, but just like six or seven years ago, they were almost in the. They should have played for the fucking in the playoffs. They got yeah, robbed. They did get robbed. You know um, when they really got robbed is when they finished the season undefeated and beat the number three team in the country on the final game of the regular season and still finished only number two. Oh, they won a national championship and, in my mind. Yeah, that uh, banner should be up. They have national championships, all right, but. In comes in Sonny Dykes, Patty. See, brand new head coach. His dad, Spike Dykes, legendary uh, or famous coach in Texas at Texas Tech back to the Bam Morris days. Interesting play by Texas Tech not going after him. I thought that was a, if you listen to our Texas Tech people, go listen to it. But I thought I was kind of, I was higher on the Joey McGuire higher than the Sonny Dykes higher. Ooh. Now you look at Sonny Dykes, Patty. See, Mike Leach guy. Had success at Louisiana Tech, kind of struggled at Cal. 
Got SMU going though. And uh, he's had a couple good years with SMU. Seems like he's been better in the group of five, but hey, I know it's hard to win in Berkeley. So 71 and 63 as a head coach, Patty C. What do you make of old Sonny Dykes? Well, he's going from his right. I mean, he was what? He was an analyst at SMU in uh, in 2017, offensive analyst, and then over to TCU. Uh, no. No, 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 he was, right? he yeah. was in TCU in 2017, yeah. Yeah. then went to SMU. So already a little bit of bad blood, I'm sure there, but then boom, back to TCU. And you got to wonder with SMU starting this NIL collective, how could they, they could look, uh, maybe, maybe he's leaving SMU for TCU is a foolish thing. Who knows? Well, when but, we get to recruiting, I was surprised to see how well TCU has recruited. So uh, maybe not. Well, ten and three in nineteen was the big year, I think, for SMU. Right? They, he did beat TCU twice too. So, if you can't beat him, I'll have him join. My you. thing, my problem with the higher man is that SMU kind of never beat anyone besides TCU of note. Like to me, they didn't really ever like they 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 always lost. I mean, I guess they beat UCF last year, but I think UCF was on their like third string quarterback, but. Either way, it's a nice win to have, but you still lose to Tulsa. You lose to Memphis. Memphis was dog shit last year. I thought, I mean, they were six and six, but I didn't think they were very good. Um, You go back to 20, they were seven and three. Um, Who do they, they lost to Cincy, lost to Tulsa, lost to ECU. This is what I mean. ECU wasn't even good that year. Well, to Um, the the good folks at uh, TCU, uh, he did beat Texas while he was uh, at Cal back in 2015. That's true. That matters. That matters. Uh, I mean, even that special year, they lose to Navy and they lose to Memphis. I just don't know that I'm buying into the hire, buddy, but I don't think he's going to be bad. I just don't know if he's going to be good. And replacing Gary Patterson is tough, man. Yeah. Tough. But let's uh you don't you don't replace Gary Patterson. What do you make of the hire? If you had to grade the hire? I I don't think I'm as uh tough on it as you are. I think you're you're kind of pretty unimpressed by it. Well, I just didn't think it was very good at Cal. Yeah. I mean, what what do you do at Cal? He was five and seven. No, one and eleven, five and seven, eight and five, five and seven. He was trending in the right direction till that final season. Not sure exactly what happened there, but even at SMU, I'll say like it never they never Truly impressed me. Wait, he beat Texas twice while he was at Cal. That's that's amazing. That's probably why they hired him. Like, I've beaten Texas twice. Hired. <laughs> Let's hop into it though, because I thought, I thought, I'll, I'll give it like a, a C plus hire. I I do think he has a talented team, so maybe he could make me look like a moron. Maybe he could make me look like a moron. Let's talk about it, Patty C, because he is walking into a team last year that was the sixty fifth best scoring offense in America, 29th best rush offense, 60th best pass offense, 36 in total offense. But get this. I promise you they're not going to run the ball that much. Yeah. Uh, uh I don't know. I, I mean, we, we were looking at it before the episode, efficient offense, uh 10th in the country in yards per play, but 100 I think 10th in total plays run. I mean, uh, let me rattle off a couple stats for you here. In terms of conference uh, leaders, the number two and three leader in the conference returning, uh, but they were number two and three in the conference in yards per catch and number one and two in the conference in yards per rush. Now, obviously what's the name? Uh, 
Evans is gone. We'll talk about that. But the offense was efficient under um, under Patterson. They were they had Sonny Cumby, who is a Mike Leach guy. Yeah. So I mean, I guess the shoe fits for bringing in Dykes, and I I see that should side be an easy it. transition, you would think. But at the same time, I also wonder if the reason why that wasn't working in the Big Twelve is because if any conference ha- have has ever had, you know, they have seen Adapted Art Riles, yeah. Dana Holgerson, uh, Mike Leach at Texas Tech. Um, I'm probably forgetting um, uh, uh, when when Kansas had uh, what's his name, uh, the, um, Lincoln Riley is a Leach guy. So I mean they have had so many of these uh, coaches, the Leach coaching tree, just go through the Big Twelve. I guess what was someone always in the uh, SEC his entire time there? When I'm uh, not sure. I'd have to go back and look. They might have been there for like a year, but that's been ancient history. But you see my point though. That conference, Kingsbury, you're right. Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, you can go on yeah. and on and They've on. They've seen almost nothing but yeah. the yeah. spread. Um, so I, I, that's why it's not a, like to me, I don't, I'm not a, really excited about it, but offense coordinator is Garrett Riley. Maybe he makes me look like a fool. They got talent. Max Duggan. We're high on. Unfortunately, I don't really see how Max Duggan will fit into the air raid. I think he transfers in the next couple of weeks. Chandler Morris will get the start. If I had to guess, former Oklahoma quarterback, uh, Zach Evans has gone at running back, but Keandre Miller's there. He, he played solid last year as well. Wideouts, uh, Tay Barber and Quentin Johnson are back. And also freshman Jordan Hudson is one to keep an, a- an eye on tight end. Jared Wiley is back three of five on the offensive line are back. It's in a way it's kind of like four of five. When, when I get to the transfer portal, uh, they went out defensively and hired Joe Gillespie, who I think is a solid defensive coordinator. It comes over from Tulsa. Tulsa, remember with Zaven Collins, they had that really good defense. They're gonna need it because last year, even with GP and his hit singles, uh, <laughs> they were 118th in scoring defense, 122nd in rush defense, 86 in pass defense, charting at the number 119 defensively. That's unheard of in the Gary Patterson era. I was looking back at like 2010, and I was just like going through a few years trying to find some other stats. And TCU was number one in the nation for at least three years in a row. Like, yeah. and maybe, maybe longer than that, but they were certainly never outside of like the top 10 for a long ass time. Seemed like they quit on him last year. It seemed like, in they my quit, opinion. but he had been slipping over the past few years. Well, I think a lot more, a lot of more teams are running that defense. So offenses are getting more accustomed to facing it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Eight starters are back on defense, Patty. C two or three on the defensive line, led by Terrell Cooper. Three or four in the linebacking core, led by D. Winters. Uh, two or four in the secondary, but in a way, it's kind of like three or four because they bring in a nice transfer. Their kicker and punter back, Patty. See, when I look at the roster, I say, "Hey, you know what? Not a bad team. Talent is still there. Not a bad team. Uh, wh- what do you make of the whole team?" Um. Well, yeah, there's plenty of four stars all over the roster. In fact, more than I can probably even uh, rattle off here without wasting everyone's time. But it's it looks like about 20, 20 plus four stars somewhere on the roster here. Um, that should, I mean, to jump the gun here, they've been basically number three in the Big 12 recruiting behind Texas and Oklahoma. Now there's a gulf behind those two teams, but there should be plenty of talent. Obviously, Again, Evans is a big, big loss. Yeah, Zach Evans heading out to Ole Miss. We're gonna get to the transfer portal uh, and a little, a little bit of. Uh, I mean, the transfer portal. They were very active. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to recruiting rankings and how basically we see how Las Vegas sees T- TCU doing in 2022 and how we see TCU doing. I got one question before we jump into these ad reads. What's that? 
Max Duggan or Chandler Morris? Who do you think should be the starter here? Well, if I'm running the air raid, I'm starting Chandler Morris because I don't see how Max Max Duggan is, ex- is I think a way more exciting quarterback. Yeah. And I think he could put defenses like you would have a hard time game planning for Max Duggan if you used him correctly. He can still throw the ball. He doesn't fit in at TCU. But he's not like a He, he should have never went to TCU. Rocket launcher of a quarterback. Well, that when they like Travion Boinkin or whatever, Trayvon yeah. Boinkin, yeah. like that was kind of what they were doing. It worked. But um I did see a uh He should a, go to Kansas State. Kansas State? Max Duggan to Kansas yeah. State. Oh my gosh, it'd be perfect. I don't know how much eligibility he'll have after this year, but he should take advantage of that. You're right. Uh or Iowa. Go to your Haw- he's from Iowa. Go to the Hawkeyes. Go to the Hawkeyes. Put Pen- Spencer Petrus' ass on the Colorado. Bench. Yeah. A lot of places that he can work at. Now I will say that Chandler Morris probably endeared himself pretty well to the uh Horn Frog faithful by beating Baylor last year in a 38. 38- 30 to 28 game. He went 29 to 41 for 461 yards <laughs> and two touchdowns. Um, that pretty much kept Baylor out of the, uh, the champion, uh, the playoff last year. Cause they, if they had only lost that one game and gotten revenge in the uh, big 12 championship game against Oklahoma state, then they assuredly would have been in there. So they returned the favor on 2014 on old Baylor. Nice. Nice. Uh, I like that. Yeah. I mean, look, you lit them up. Uh, anytime you light up a, a Dave Aranda defense, I think it's, you're doing something right. All right, folks, I got to get us paid first. Okay. Uh, I want to tell you the college football experience, TCU horn frogs season preview is brought to you by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by odds trader. Odds trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also uh, compare the different signup codes from promotion, you know, uh, from sports book to sports book. It's really fantastic. Uh, so it will assure you the best deal. Uh, the app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected roster, uh, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker. So betters can keep uh, records of all the games. I know that's always an issue. If I'm pl- placing like 10 bets over four sports, you know, uh, you're running around. That's great to have that bet tracker. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by run your pool. Yes. Run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, to connect and to make every game matter more. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to, and we're hosting our own uh, our own pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest, free to enter. So what are you doing, folks? Get in. Uh, we got some amazing prizes that will be announced soon. So hop in now to reserve your spot. Get in over sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. I mean, I you probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. Uh, they just passed 4 million users. And with NFL season right around the corner, sleepers is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy football experience. Uh, I mean, this thing is fantastic. All right. They have a brand new over under game where you can, you can choose two or more players you like and, and pick the over under on that, on their stat projection, essentially. And if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the amount of money you put in. That's pretty awesome. All right. Uh, right Ooh. now. What's that? 
that bling bling baby. Yeah, bling bling. Yeah, right. And so right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group at sleeper.com uh slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Yes, did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers. Advertisers, your ISP, and other prying guys. That's why here at, S- at uh, SGPN Studios, we use IP Vanish VPN. It makes it truly easy to stay private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. So go to ipvanish.com/sgp and use that promo code SGP and claim 70% of your savings. That's ipvanish.com/sgp. All right, we are back talking Horn Frog football. Let's talk transfer portal because uh, they, they actually, uh, well, two way street, you know, the transfer portal is a two way street where we got to talk in 2022 with the way the transfer portal is just batshit crazy. Patty C here's who they brought in cornerback, Josh Newton from ULM and Terry Bowden offense alignment, Ezra Dotson, Oyatade from Arizona state with Herm Edwards defensive tackle, Caleb Fox from Stephen F Austin. Shout out to Larry centers. Defensive lineman Tymon Mitchell from the Georgia Bulldogs. Nice. Any any uh, defensive lineman on the Bulldogs is a uh, yeah. from the Bulldogs uh, is yeah, a plus. Uh, yeah, exactly. Running back Corey Wren from Florida State. Offensive tackle Robbie Rochester from UConn. Defensive lineman Law Ugak from UConn. Going going with those Huskies, national champions in 2020, <laughs> said the New York Times. Got to bring that winning pedigree in. Running back Amani Bailey from the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, and this one was big here. Offensive lineman Allen Ali, who started 39 games at SMU for Sonny Dykes. Yeah, so that, that's what I mean by having four or five back on the O line. That's loyalty to the old coach. Yeah, and I actually love this get too. Safety Mark Perry from Colorado. He started at Colorado. He's projected to start at TCU. Uh, and they start the season at Colorado. So uh, <laughs> tight end Jared Wiley coming in from the Texas Longhorn safety Ismail Burdeen from the Missouri Tigers linebacker, Johnny Hodges from Navy linebacker, Terrence cooks from Texas. I mean, Texas guys going to TCU. What the hell's going on? Disgusting. The hell's going on in the world. Patty C disgusting SMU guys going to TCU. What the hell's going TCU on? I thought guys they had going to Texas. Skillet. Freaking uh, Gary Patterson I'm saying the TCU guy. It's all mixed. Texas. All mixed up. How man. do you? How do you? All this shit is crazy. And Fort Worth feel about that? So, do you think they won the portal? Because let me tell you what they lost, Patty. See, I got. We touched base on what they won, or what they brought in, not what they won. Yeah. Um, they lost linebacker Javion Gibson to the portal. They lost Kari Coleman. Maybe their best defensive player for a season ago, defensive end to Ole Miss. Wide receiver Michael Barkley to the portal. Defensive end Ochen Matt Mathis to the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Offensive tackle Tyler Guyton to the Oklahoma Sooners. Brutal, by the way. Absolutely fucking brutal. Yeah. Uh, defensive lineman Chris Murray to Sam Houston State. Safety Davion Armstead to Sam Houston Oklahoma State. Oklahoma ain't. You know, cherry picking your your scrubs. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, running back Amonte Watkins to New Mexico State. Defensive lineman Patrick Jenkins to uh, to uh, Tulane. And by the way, I said Sonny Cumbie was the interim coach. I'm sorry, it was Jerry Kill. 
but they, I believe they, they had a Texas tech OC. You do the his, do the research on who, who was their OC last year. Yeah. Let me see here. Uh, cornerback Donovan Collins portal safety, Michael Onye Mabe portal. I can't talk. Uh, defensive lineman, Earl Barquette, Southern Cal running back, Zach Evans, Ole Miss cornerback, Tony Wallace, UTSA, Matthew Downing, a quarterback to La Tech, uh, wide receiver, TJ Steele to the portal. And then Mark Jackson, a defensive end to new Western New Mexico. Uh, it's like last year the OC was Doug Meacham. Okay, I'm off. I'm off. I think. I think I was thinking. Uh, I was. I don't know why I was thinking Sonny Cumbie. I think Sonny Cumbie used to be the OC there. Um, but that him. was that was Sonny Cumbie was actually the interim coach at Texas Tech. So I stand corrected. My apologies. Too, too much fans. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Patty C, did they win or lose the portal? Well, you know, without having a super in depth knowledge of uh, you know each of the players' um, performances. I'm going to have to rely on the recruital, uh, re, uh, the portal rankings, the recruital rankings, the, the recruital rankings, <laughs> recruitments, um, 13th nationally, number three within the conference. That's a big fat W. It sounds like, I mean, obviously losing guys to where, where were some of the uh, places that, uh, some of their best players went uh, a couple to Ole Miss, a couple to, or one to, to Oklahoma, one to Nebraska, um, USC, mm. uh, what else? I think UTSA could be that could be a decent. They, it sounds like they've had one of the more volatile portal experiences. Yeah, it's been it's been wild. I think in Fort Worth there. Well, we we're seeing that with the uh, SMU NIL deal kicking up. I'm sure the good folks in Fort Worth have plenty of money to throw around too. You know, maybe maybe the portal is the name of the game in a in a big city like that. Yeah. Um. What about recruiting rankings? This team recruits well, right? They, you know. Here's what I mean when I say there's a gigantic gulf between uh, Texas, Oklahoma, and the rest of the Big 12 from a recruiting standpoint. Whether or not that's complete horseshit, you know, like Colby would often argue, and it often makes a good point. Uh, not sure, but uh, nationally, starting in 2018, 25, 32, 23, 44, 28. Um, during that time frame within the conference, though, 3, 3, 6, 8. What's curious, what's really curious is that it looks like the Big 12 has actually gotten better because in 2019, they were number 32 in the country uh, recruiting, but number three in the conference. So that's a, that, that says that Big 12 is a mediocre conference back then recruiting. This year, uh, 2022, 28th nationally, but eighth in the conference recruiting. So that says it's a stacked-ass conference in terms of the amount of talent coming in. So maybe the Big Twelve is uh, ready to survive despite the future departures of Texas and Oklahoma. There you go, hook them, hook them, horn frogs, hook them, horn frogs. There we go. Uh, composite rankings with uh, for each of the last four cycles that they have recorded, third each each time. So they should be winning more than they have recently. I'm not sure what caused uh, Patterson to fall off from a win standpoint. It might be the music. Maybe yeah, his heart is no longer in the game. If his players are quitting on him Look, at TCU, when you're trying to, when you're trying, when you're going home and trying to bang out hits. <laughs> all right. It's hard, man. All right. That's right. I, I look, I'm no musician, but I've, I've had roommates that were musicians and I get it. Oh, and, it's, uh, it's a labor. Like 
She thought uh, she couldn't handle my blitz. Didn't come uh, overnight. He didn't write that. In Loves five nothing minutes. but a three-three-five defense. That's right. Uh, uh, he was doing that instead of planning that three-three-five defense. <laughs> yeah, that, that relationship might not have worked so well. Uh, Patty C, if you look here, we got the win total here in the background. If you're watching on YouTube, by the way, subscribe to the College Football Experience as we are on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts at. And also remember, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Jamie Dixon, TCU. Great year last year, and I think it's going to be even better this year. Jamie Dixon doing the damn thing. Uh, we got you covered on both, but uh, yeah, we're we're just check out the YouTube page; you'll dig it. So the win total, Patty C, sitting there at six and a half. Were you a bit so? I was a little bit surprised that it was at six and a half. You? Um, let me take a look at the schedule. I mean, off the top, last last four years, what have they they've done? They've done. Seven and six, five and seven, six and four, five and seven. So six and a half sounds kind of reasonable, assuming if you're going to take a step forward. I mean, Dykes last year, number 13 offense overall in the nation. TCU was number 36, and that was a strong point of their team. What were they? You said like number 119 overall on defense. So they can't get much worse on defense. And if they get a little better on offense because of, uh, What's uh, Dykes? Dykes or is Duggan a, or yeah. yeah, I don't know who you want to say. Then but. yeah, six and a half wins does seem, and then based on what they had been doing before, I expect more of this program. And then you throw in that the fact that they're pretty damn talented, it should be very doable. Well, the o the, the juice is leading to a six and six season. It's uh, the overs at minus one forty, the under at plus one twenty. Let's hop into it, Patty C. Week one, Friday, September second on ESPN. TCU heads to Folsom. Folsom Field to take on the Colorado Buffaloes. And the, the last team from Texas that took a trip to Colorado. They, they didn't even play in Boulder either. AM. Yeah. They yeah. played in Denver, like the cowards that they are. <laughs> uh Patty C, I think this is a winnable game for Colorado. I think it's kind of a 50-50 game. And the fact that it's so early in Dykes' tenure is a bit scary. I do think it'll be a close game. I got TCU. Colorado was bad last year for the most part, aside from that game. No, but I, you know, I was listening to our episode the other night, Nick talking about how bad Colorado's defense was. I think that's unfair. They were on the field 99% of the game. Touche. They were actually, I thought they, they kind of passed the eye now, test. To do me you think Colorado's time. offense is going to step forward enough? Well, to, uh, uh, it can't get worse. True. <laughs> Very true. I know. I expect that to be a really, really hard uh, fought game. I'll say this. They get Tarleton state after after Colorado, and then they get a bye, and then they're at SMU and Rhett Lashley. I will say that they're going to be two and one by Saturday by after the SMU. Tarleton game, was six and five last year, and what like weren't they, were they are they FCS yet? No, or they're they going to be- beat Tarleton. I'm saying they're either going to lose to Colorado or SMU. I do not have them three and zero at SMU. They have a new coach too, you know. But he was there. He was with the program just a year ago. Who's their new coach? Rhett Lashley. Lashley. Oh, he was their OC before. Or? He's one year at Miami, but oh, prior to that, yeah, he was at yeah, SMU. Yeah, yeah. And they've beaten TCU two games in a row. And it's in uh, Dallas. I don't know. I'm I'm tempted to lean three and zero, but maybe I'll go with you. I'll say two and one. Two and one. And then they're home to the Oklahoma Sooners, and Dylan Gabriel and Jeff Levy. I got Oklahoma winning that one. That's a loss. So I got them two and two through the first four games. Then they head to David Booth Stadium to take on the Kansas Jayhawks. Patty C. If you listen to our Kansas preview, this is one of my upset specials. Jayhawks take down 
TCU on Saturday, October second or October eighth. Not me. I'm going TCU. I, I get what you're getting at. Uh, Leipold's team is going to be competitive in uh, Lawrence. Well, I mean, last year I think what this was a three point game, right? Was it in Fort Worth? Uh, let me. Thirty one twenty eight. They beat Kansas in Fort Worth. Wow. Now they got to go to Lawrence. You got a point. You got a point. But I think TCU might have quit at that point in the season. I don't know. I got TCU three and two. Uh, I got them two and three, and then they they have they're home to Oklahoma State, home to Kansas State. I'll even say they're going to go one and one in this stretch. That's being generous. So, but I'm tempted. Oh, what we said ho- hosting Oklahoma State and Kansas State. Yeah, back no, to back weeks. They go zero and two in that stretch. So okay, we both so have them at three and no. So I have them then at uh, what? Yeah, three and four, right? Three and four, correct? Yeah. Three and four, then they head to Morgantown. Light your couches on fire. I got West Virginia winning that one. I got them going to three and five. I think I agree with you. Then they are home to Joey McGuire in Texas Tech, Patty C. Kind of a 50 50 game. I'll give that one to TCU. Sure. I'll even join you on that. Four and five. Four and five, then they head to Gary Patterson and the Texas Longhorns. There's no way I'm not taking Texas here. Oh. Texas beats TCU. Why is that? Because Gary Patterson, I think is super pissed on the way things sh- shook out. Well, Gary Patterson shouldn't have had the 119th defense in the country. I think he deserves a little bit of a, a blemish did, occasionally. Did he, did he get canned? Is that how it went down? That's what I hear. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, they did lose against Texas last year by five. I'm not so sure about this. The more I look at Texas, the more questions I have. The less confident I am in buying into. Is that, that because their their starting receiver picked up an arrest uh, yesterday? That, that doesn't help. <laughs> uh, I'll give that one to Texas, I guess, but it's not 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 a guarantee at all. In fact, I'll give TCU one of these last three games, and if it, if it was going to be one, it would either be Texas or Iowa. State. I think they lose all three. At Texas, at Baylor, and home to Iowa State. I got this team going four and eight, maybe five and seven. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think six and a half's generous when you look at the schedule. This might be a lock for me. They're not winning seven games. Give me the seven wins. Well, three and zero: oh, Colorado, Tarleton State, SMU. Even though two of those are on the road, the and they haven't beaten SMU in a couple years. Yeah. Okay, Kansas. That's four right there. Yeah. Texas Tech five. Texas Tech five. And what are the two other wins? Uh, maybe Kansas State at home. Maybe West Virginia on the road. Maybe Iowa State. I don't know. I think I think it's a long shot. It's a long. I shot. like the under. I think it might be a, on our locks episode. I agree. I think it may be lock worthy. Sorry, folks, TCU. Yeah, folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience, and uh, we're rooting for you, Horn Frogs. Remember, check out the College Basketball Experience as well with Jamie Dixon and and. Uh, well, I mean, he's not on the show, but I'm saying uh, we talk TCU all the time. <laughs> also, check out the college baseball experience. TCU's got a decent baseball program too. So, uh, me and Noah Bina host that as well. Also, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast, breaking down all 32 NFL teams with a solo episode for each and every team this preseason. So, check out all that. Uh, just had Pat McAfee on the show. Just had Mike Leach on the show. Check out all the Phil Steele. Check out all those episodes. All right, folks. Uh, Give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. I'm on Twitter at D Give us a follow. And folks, check out the Discord channel if you want to sweat out some bets with us. It is always fun. Doesn't matter the sport. It could be a fucking game of darts going on in fucking 
Glasgow. Glasgow. <laughs> Where is that? Scotland? <laughs> uh folks. We got you covered. You know, real quick, Cole, looking at last year's schedule, I don't think we dove into deep enough how bad they actually sucked last year. It's a big turnaround they got in front of even that cow game last year. Oh man, they blew Cal blew like a twenty point lead in that. Yeah. They, they got fortunate. It's gonna be a tough road, but uh Sonny Dykes may be the man for the job. Hey, we shall comes, see. You know, the leech never never truly fade the, the leech coaching tree. He's a friend of the program. Amen. All right. Folks, we're wishing TCU the best. All right. This is the college football experience. TCU Horn Frog style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. At the Olympics, it doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers. Damn, motherfucker, I eat everything, man. My back. What do you mean by that? Your back is broken. What, a, a vertebrae or, or, or a horse? Spinal.